Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Last week, Bryce and I promised to educate ourselves and others on race relations in America. Although there is so much more work to be done, we are taking initial steps to follow through on those promises. Nebraska Bryce is thriving at home with his parents, if that's what you want to call it. And we also discussed the craziest celebrity splits during quarantine. All of this and more coming up. Okay, we're recording. You can start. Okay, first of all, don't tell me what to do. Walked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. Hey, I'm Bryce. We're the the nobodies. nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Hey guys. Annie, I uh, I actually, we, so I was trying to, our internet here, I'm in Nebraska, uh, um, but the internet is really bad. So yes. I was trying to set up a personal hotspot and I was trying to log into my parents' um, account. And one of the security questions was, what was the first concert you'd ever been to <laughs> and so I wanted to ask you what your first concert was because I thought what a weird question um the first concert I ever went to I think was Christina Aguilera hold on I'm getting a FaceTime let me take this really fast and all right that I'll call him back okay well just while you're doing that I wanted to say that my um we figured out that my sister <laughs> well first of all my mom said hers was the Eagles which we thought was a really great one and then mine was Garth Brooks, which was, I mean, not great, but it is a little bit more in line with me. Okay, wait, so, what was Ellie's? I'm sorry, I muted myself. Okay, so, no, no, so I, hadn't, I haven't said that yet. Well, Ellie, okay. says, Ellie says that hers, Ellie, who was on our podcast a couple weeks ago, my sister, yes. we figured out, she said hers was 311, but then my mom and I figured out no, my mom and I figured out that her first concert, which was at my behest, was Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> of course it was. Oh, you tortured her. <laughs> she had to go. And so her first con now she has to say that her first concert was Billy Ray Cyrus. And it just makes me my whole life. <laughs> oh my God. Of course. God, that sucks. Because mine was Garth Brooks. Mine was Garth Brooks. Yeah. So that's like not, I mean, it's still, that's more in line with me though, at least, you know. Garth Brooks yeah. is better than Billy Ray Cyrus, I think. I think I'd have to say. But 100%. Gosh, like, no, no, Ellie, you know, she's like, I'm just going to say it's real. And I was like, well, that would be a lie, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, seriously. My, was that my first one? Christina it was. Aguilera is a good one. I went to Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake in like a month, in the same month in high school. Okay, those are good ones. Yeah. I mean, I've only ever been to really relevant. good I've only ever been to really good concerts. I went to the Kanye tour when I was in college and that had NERD, Lupe Fiasco and Rihanna. Um, okay. Great. I've seen him twice. I've seen Kanye twice. I'm and well, I've only so seen good. Kanye when he said Saber was a, was a choice, but I haven't seen him in concert. Yeah, he's he is really, I mean, I think he was like, I know he was having like mental issues at that time, allegedly. Right. Um, at the time that you're speaking about. I right. will say though, he puts on an incredible show and he is a- Oh, I'm sure artist. it's amazing. Yeah. I saw The weekend. That was one of my favorite concerts because I, was, I was like in the sixth row and it was amazing. That's how I was for my first Kanye show. I was in the fourth row. Wow. I know all I've got, like every time I've got, I've seen the weekend at the forum in LA and also Fleetwood Mac in the, at the forum. Oh, that's dope. We're like the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah. The forum is a cool place to see shows. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, well, okay. So how are you, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked because we decided not to, um, put out an episode for rightfully so. Yes. Um, but we're back this week. But I wanted to know how you were quarant winning. Um, I'm quarant winning because I scheduled payments for two of my credit cards and my taxes. Wow. So that all three Oh, my of those- gosh. What's wrong? 
My phone was ringing. Sorry. Oh. Um, all three of those things will be paid tomorrow. What? And, and by when I say like I scheduled credit card payments, it's like to pay them off completely to zero. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm, that is a. Big that's win. the best feeling. I know. And how are you best. doing? That's that's great that you're doing that in quarantine because a lot of people can't. I mean, you know, I guess you're not. I guess if you're you're still working and. You know, if you are still working, you're not spending nearly as much no, money as you I'm would be. I'm not spending as much money, so, so it helps. That's really nice. Thanks. Really nice. Well, um, I mean, I want to get into this a little bit further with Nebraska Bryce, because as I said, I'm in Nebraska, and um, I've just kind of settled. I feel like I'm quarantining winning because I've settled into a routine, as unhealthy as that may be, um, here. So I really enjoy... Um, go we usually go out my parents have a pontoon boat that goes like two miles an hour but we get we basically go every night that it's nice we go out on the pontoon at like around eight o'clock after dinner and it's just really nice it's just really enjoyable have a couple beers you know you just it's i know you keep sending me videos i know know, you keep getting mad about yeah i'm like okay this is honestly so rude It is really rude when you think about it. It's but so also, rude, I but mean, you know what's going to be awesome is I'm going to Texas in a couple weeks, and I'm going to send you all the videos. Uh oh, guys, we have a frozen Bryce. Now, okay, I think yeah, it might be that's back. not going to be fun at all. Not okay, for you. Good. It'll be really fun for me. No, I know it's going to be found it all for me no at all you know what else is be very not little be pontoon well but is how badly your audio is skipping so the listeners are not gonna have any fun with that <laughs> <laughs> oh no we've got to figure out this wi-fi situation yeah we do um is that better yeah we're good now oh that's good um I was, yeah, so, I mean, it is what it is. It's not going to be fun at all for me to see any of that, but it is, it, there's nothing else to do here, though. I mean, there really isn't. You can't really, I mean, I haven't really been seeing anybody. I've seen a few people, I guess, distance-wise, but, I mean, and nothing's really open. We're not, no one's really going anywhere still yet, so. Yeah. It's nice I mean, to have that, like, little reprieve. Yeah. No, I'm, I go to Starbucks, I where I pay with change, exact change. Yeah, can we talk about that? For those people that don't know what we're talking about, Bryce posted on his Instagram story. We're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, Bryce posted on his Instagram story today that he went through the Starbucks drive-thru and paid with loose change. But it was exact change. Which I obviously hate. (laughs) The girl was... (laughs) mortified she really tried to downplay it but i could tell in her eyes she was wearing a mask so i could all i could play off was her eyes and she was not pleased okay wait i, I want to like, know I'm, wait hold on i want to know why you think she was mortified because i know why she was mortified but i want to know your logic um i just think she was like oh my god why are you paying with change because like people don't do that anymore yeah no, I'm going to tell you why she was completely mortified. Okay. She was mortified because we're in the middle of a global fucking pandemic and you decided to hand her all of your germ-ridden coins that you have touched with your fingers and have been God knows where. She's not even allowed to go to work without wearing a mask and you're giving her coins. Okay, well, I didn't really think about that. I was just trying to be thrifty. <laughs> I know you didn't, which is why I said I need your logic before I destroy it. <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, oh, no one does this anymore. Now I have to count this change. That's so annoying. But I didn't even think about the global pandemic part of it. Yeah, no, she's thinking like, oh, nobody does this anymore because they ha- they're decent people. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, the pandemic's basically, oh, the coronavirus ended on June 1st in Nebraska. So I don't know what, what I mean, did you see... Uh, this will come as no shock, but Florida saw their highest single-day spike in coronavirus cases. Like oh, on, of course they did. Like on Sunday or something. I wonder if that was because they opened the beaches. 
It's because they opened their state. So or they opened their state like two weeks ago. So now they're seeing the spike in cases. Yeah. I read it. I read a headline that was basically like, well, it seems like everyone's just content with not being able to defeat the coronavirus. (laughs) I mean, I think that's just like part of life, though. It's going to become like the the flu or like ongoing disease. HIV is still a problem. It's going to be like, yeah, it's unfortunate, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Okay, so I, I know we, we had talked, you know, we, we came on last week and we said that we were going to educate ourselves on, on uh, we were going to watch some things involving race relations or listen to pod. You mentioned listening to podcasts. I, I watched some documentaries. I know you're much more versed than I am, Annie. I've, you've watched a lot more than I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to share, I, just to, just as a disclaimer, I am taught, I want to talk to like fellow white people right now with this because I don't I obviously don't feel it is not at all my place to tell anyone of color how to feel or how to deal with this because right. it's been going on for so long and um anything goes in my opinion so I mean do what you need to do because this is insane insanity yeah. so I want to talk to I'm basically trying to say that these were things that I watched that I think all white people should watch. Obviously, black people have seen the probably seen these and would take information from it and champion them. But mm-hmm. these two documentaries that I watched are both on Netflix. I watched Thirteenth, which I'll talk about first, um, by Ava DuVernay, and I watched it with my parents, and we all came away with it saying, "Okay, wow, this really made us think." We were we felt more informed. We felt. We had more information. Again, that's, you know, you can say a lot by that, but it is something, it is just illuminating. Yeah. Um, and I was really glad that I watched it with my parents and just so that we could have a conversation about it. Cause I think it is something that you need to talk about. It's not yeah. something for you to, I mean, if you and I were going to talk, which we are, but like, we're talking about it, but it's nice to be able to sit down and talk to some, to talk to people of just right after watching it and saying, okay, this is what, here are our thoughts. And what did you think and how can we improve ourselves? How can we do better? So I thought right. it, was, it is about the 13th Amendment and how this has been happening for so long. And what's amazing is that this documentary was made in 2016 mm-hmm. and there are parts of it, which I texted you about. I was like, there are parts of it where there are cops literally kneeling on black men's white cops, kneeling on black men's necks saying, I can't breathe, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we saw. This was three, this was made probably, this was made probably four or five years ago. And it came out in, because of the editing process, it came out in 2016. So it was the exact same thing that we're seeing. So obviously this isn't just the first time that this has happened or one time, you know, I mean, you always hear about it, but seeing that is just, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So anyway, I think that I just was, and then the cop said, fuck your breath. Yeah. That made me sick. That's at the end of the movie. But like, I really think that it's just illuminating for people to watch because there's a lot of history and um, both my both my parents who probably lean conservative said it was very fair. You know, it's like yeah. it was very fair on uh, on both sides. There wasn't it wasn't just some singular viewpoint argument. They laid it out like Ava DuVernay laid it out. And so anyway, what did you think of that one? Um, that one just makes me sad. Um, yeah. I just because for those people that haven't watched it, first of all, go watch it. But it basically, it talks about the 13th Amendment and like the unfairness and racial inequality in the prison and system, right? Is yeah. that how you would say it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so go watch it. I, my, like, I have personal experience with this. And so it does touch very yeah. close to, which I won't get into specifics about, but like it does touch close to home for me, just how unequal and how fucked up the American justice system is. And so there are so many things that need to change. And it's a hard one to, because you see that the system, yeah, like you see that the system was literally designed to be this way. Right. So. How it was built on the fact that it was targeting people of color. Yeah, exactly. And And that's what it, that's what it's been for, 50 years. Yeah. At, or, yeah. I mean, at least. Much longer than that. I mean, it, much longer than that, but since the civil rights, since civil rights, you know, and mm-hmm. they talk about that and it's just, it's very, it's funny because 
I mean, I don't want to, it's, I, I won't even say it. I'm not going to say, it, but it's just interesting how there's a certain president that I, I don't, we, you can just watch it and maybe take it. But I was watching another show that basically said, you know, a lot of people really tout this president who's being great and everything. And it's amazing how he kind of screwed both people of color and women also in different ways, like mm-hmm. not even in the same way, but I was watching two things back to back and I was like, what? Yeah. So I don't know. It was just anyway. Um, so go I watch also, it. It's called 13th yeah. on Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah. And the other one I'm going to recommend again, this is the, these are recommendations for white people to watch. Like that's what I, I mean, at least that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying. I think that white people need to watch this so that they get a better understanding because again, another one that I watched was hello privileges me Chelsea, which is Chelsea Handler's documentary about yeah. white privilege. And I watched it, obviously. I mean, I worked for Chelsea. I was, I'm a huge fan of hers. I watched it when it came out, and mm-hmm. I n- didn't feel the gravity of it. So I was like, I have to watch this again. And I watched it again, and I just was blown away. Yeah, it's. In- I was going to say, because you and I watched it at the same time when it was initially yes. released. And, yes. had had, and we had conversations about it. Even with T, we had conversations. Yes. Um, and so it's incredibly well done. One thing I want to say really quick as we're as because just to reinforce the fact that you said these are our recommendations to our fellow white people, because one, people of color live this all the time, specifically black, black people, yes. like they live it all the time. And two, these things could potentially be very triggering for people of color and absolutely specifically black people. So That's- just know that going in that it could be potentially very triggering for you. Um, I mean it's probably triggering for most people because it forces white people to realize that we could be very awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and Oh, I was just going to say, um, Chelsea's documentary is incredibly well done. I think she does a really good job of like, you see her eyes become more open as she goes through it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think- just, I loved that one. I think what's so illuminating about both documentaries, but it is heavily highlighted in Chelsea's, which is that white privilege and white supremacy are not, are white people problems. They are not black people. They they affect people of Mm -hmm. color, but they are white people's problems. So we should not, as white people, go to black people and say, what is wrong with, like, what is wrong with this? I feel so bad, blah, 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 blah. It's not their, it's not their thing. It's white people need to recognize this and change it. They don't right. they help change instead of thinking like, I, I don't know. It's just like everyone, every white person just needs to get that into their head. It is a white person problem. Okay. So you need to take it and run with it. Yeah. You can't expect the oppressed people to fix the oppression. Yeah. Or hold your hand or make you feel better about your own privilege and right. supremacy. Right. It's, it's so unfair and it's even more oppressive. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's just... Oh, so frustrating. So I do, but I will say, because I think, again, like we're going to say a million times, I just don't want to get, I just want to just enforce that again. But it's like, I think the reason why white people should watch Chelsea's documentary is not because she's a white woman thought like going through this, even though I think, because I think it's also bad that, okay, a white, you know, Chelsea Handler tells us that we're, that we have white, like we should listen to her. It's not like that. It's it's more so that it's that it that it's a white person following down this rat going down this rabbit hole that is very deep, and it doesn't stop with this documentary. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, her documentary doesn't even doesn't even scratch the surface. But what it means is that she is willing. This is what all white people should be doing is what she did, and that's why well, I commend her so much because of that. Well, and she is the first one to admit that she was completely blind to her pl- privilege until Donald Absolutely. Trump got elected. And that was yes. like the, the opening, like her eyes opening. And so I just, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, and she does make that point of like white people, get your shit together. We are the ones that have to fix this. Yeah. And so that one, yeah, that one is really good. I love yeah. that one. I know. I thought that was great. Well, do you have any other recommendations? Cause I, you are so good. You're such a source for me. I went like, I asked you what I should watch. Cause you've watched a ton of stuff. Um, I don't want to overload people with stuff. So the only other one I'm going to recommend since we're kind of on the theme of Netflix is When They See Us, which is also an oh. Ava DuVernay um, doc. It's kind of a docu-series. 
Yeah. It covers um, the story of five teenagers that were convicted of rape in Central Park. They were initially known as the Central Park Five. Um, however, that is no longer the name that they're called. They're now called the Exonerated Five. So um, I highly, highly recommend that series. I think it's four or five episodes. I watched it in a day. Um, wow. And I've watched it in the past. It is absolutely soul crushing what these boys went through. Like it is hard to even wrap your head around a system that could possibly treat kids that way. Um, so buckle up. You're going to cry in it. Probably I did. Um, that one is one that would be incredibly triggering, um, for black people. So just, I want to give like a trigger warning. Uh, wow. White people, go watch it. No matter how hard it is to get through it, fucking finish it. Yeah, and I'm going to watch that next. Yeah, and then watch Oprah sat down with the actual five um, okay. that were eventually exonerated. And you really get, I think it's like an hour-long special, and you get the feel. You really get to see, like, with your own eyes, the lasting effects that the system has on these men. And it's just... And it happened in the 90s. And also, I would just like to say, when all of this happened, it might have been, I want to say it was like it happened in 89, but then like their whole process happened through the 90s. Yeah. Um, when it happened, Donald Trump took out a full page ad in the New York Times calling. Yes. That was for, in 13th. Yes. So it's just. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. That's okay. Like, I just, you look at that and you just see like, okay, literally, I mean, that's 30 years ago and literally nothing in this country has changed in regards to the treatment of black people and people of color. So I would say start with 13th, then watch Hello, Privilege, It's Me, Chelsea, and then take a day or two to watch When They See Us. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, those three are incredibly eye-opening. Yeah, and and guys, every all this is on Netflix. I mean, we know we know you have Netflix. Most like the ninety percent of the world does. So yeah, and all of them are short. I mean, they're not very long. The third, like thirteenth, I keep calling it the thirteenth. It's thirteenth. Thirteenth is less than two hours long. Way less than two hours long. And Chelsea's is about an hour. And yeah, I know that. I mean, each each episode, there's four episodes in when they see us, and they're about an hour long too. So yeah. it's it's they're not it's not that much. It's not that much time. In the, in the grand scheme of things, especially when most of us are at home still. So and not to mention, if you, we can should spend all be, eight we should, if you can spend eight hours binge watching Game of Thrones, you can spend yes. eight hours teaching yourself to not be a shithead. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. Um, okay. I don't mean to laugh, but my job. Okay. Um, speaking um, of, yeah, I have, So guys, educate yourself. And if you have... Go ahead. Sorry. We have a, we have a delay. Go ahead. With, you are on a roll. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you guys have any recommendations for us, we are open and willing to listen to anything, any, any books or podcasts or documentaries or anything like that, that you think that, that helps you or shed light for you guys. Let us know. Cause we want to, we want to see it and we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll shout you out too. Yes. 100%. Send it in the DMS or via email. Um, last thing on this topic, I have breaking news. Um, Bravo TV has fired Stassi Schroeder and Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules. Wait, wait, wait. Stassi is this, Stassi's the Jack, Jacks and Stassi, right? Yeah. Well, Stassi's engaged to a different person now, but the like oh. first season. Yeah. I mean, first season Stassi was kind of like. Wait, so wait, so bitch. wait, what happened? Cause I don't know. I didn't. I mean, I don't... Okay, so what, I'll give you like a, like a quick breakdown. So okay. a couple seasons ago, there was a black cast member named Faith on the show. And she ended up sleeping with Jax, which Jax was with Brittany, which is now his current wife at the time. Okay. So he like cheated on that. Brittany with Faith. During that whole debacle like of everyone trying to figure everything out, there was some sort of police report that came out about a woman stealing a car. And in the like video footage or whatever, it was a black woman that stole the car. And Stassi and Kristen called the police and said it was Faith. And they had, and it wasn't. And she, the person on the video didn't even look like Faith. 
So it was definitely like a racially profiled situation. And both Kristen and Stassi came out and made statements yesterday. I can actually read them to you because they were- What dumb shits. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. What is Chris? I know what Stassi looks like. Is Kristen's white too, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah. Well, Faith is, is the only, like, well, she's the only, like, actual cast member that has been black, Faith was. There's one guy on there that works for Lisa that's, like, occasionally on, but he's not a cast member. He's, like, a friend of the show or whatever. Okay. Um, so, Stassi's statement read, uh, racially insensitive comments from my past have resurfaced. It is important that I continue to take accountability for what I have said and done while pushing myself to do better. I have grown significantly from the person I was then, and I am still filled with remorse and regret for the hurt that I caused. I am grateful for the people in my life that continue to check me and push me to evolve into a more educated person. I also want to address my former castmate, Faith Stowers. My emotions over something that happened between our friends outweighed my logic, and there is no excuse for that. I did not recognize then the serious ramifications that could have transpired because of my actions. What I did to Faith was wrong. I apologize and I do not expect forgiveness. I am also sorry to anyone else that feels disappointed in me. I am going to continue to look closer at myself and my actions to take the time to listen, to learn, and to take accountability for my own privilege. So she released that statement. This was before she was fired? So I guess she released that statement two days ago. And then let me see when the Bravo TV one came out. So, but and then why two hours she, ago, two hours ago they were fired. She doesn't even have a dog in that fight. Why was she? What? Exactly. That's why. I mean, see, that's the thing. Like, okay, I I do not give her a pass, even if it was her boyfriend. But that just seems so like racially charged. It is. Like, it's that's it's exactly even, what it was. I mean, it that's was, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, so those two... They're such idiots. And I'm glad they're fired. Yeah, so those two were fired. And then also, um, at the end of this current season, Max and Brett, like, had old tweets surface that I believe used some racial slurs. um, And they have also been fired. So, good, honestly, good on Bravo. I, like, thank God they're taking, like, the right steps. Um, So we'll see Uh, what happens. I mean, I've lost, I've lost followers. I've lost, like, 30 followers since I started posting about all this stuff. Bye. Yeah, exactly. I have lost some. I don't care how many I lose because fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care at all. It's like the one time, like, I'm so obsessed with likes and yeah. followers and everything. I'm like, this is the one time where I'm just like, peace out. Yeah, like, seriously. It's just. Through you. Like, yeah. if you don't like what I'm posting, get out of my face. This time get really is life. revealing a lot of people that I have no intention of maintaining a friendship with or, yeah. you know, things like that. Like, it's, bye. Yeah. Bye. Peace out. Um, okay, Annie. Yes. Can I, can I tell you what's been going on? <laughs> Your story? You've been saving this story for like a week, haven't you? More than that. Longer than that. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm okay. Ready. Well, first, let me just say, this is, this is an Nebraska Bryce update. <clears throat> I wish we had like a... I know. Me too. I could maybe try to like insert it, but... I think I did pretty well, actually. Okay. I'm ready. I didn't like it. I'm not going to say that I did do... Okay. Whatever. So I've been living with my parents again. I feel like I'm 16. Yes. Um, I, I've never I've never spent probably, I mean, I'm probably going to end up staying here for like about a month. I've been here for over two weeks, um, like two and a half weeks. And um, it's just, it's just very interesting. We have like, obviously there's a lot going on in the world. So we are having like, we have to, we have stuff to talk about. There's no shortage of things to talk about. Let's just say that. But it's so funny. I've noticed that just living, like, as I leave, like, we'll have be having a conversation or whatever, and I'll be walking, like, I'll think it's over, and I'll be walking out the door, and both my parents will do this when I'll be, if they're both in the room or separately, they'll be like, hey, Bryce, as I'm walking out the room, like, they're about to ask me something. I'm like, 
You guys both do that. Like we've just been sitting here for an hour and we've had a conversation and now I'm walking out of the room to leave and you want to ask me a question that you could have asked when the conversation is lull. There's no, anyway, I digress, but I'm just like, Patience. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm learning a lot of patience. I feel like it's been great for most. For the most part. Yeah. However, the story that I've been, what I've been meaning to tell you, is that, not, it would have been two Saturdays ago, um, I woke up in the middle of the night, to a bat flying around the basement, which is where no. I, which is where I am right now. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, there is a bat. Well, so I, first of all, my parents had already told me this. They said, they've said, we live on a lake. We live on a small lake in, a, in the middle of the, in the middle of the city. It's, but we, you know, bats are around. So they're on the lake. They're looking for insects, you know, that it's, it's no, there's no shortage of them, but they don't, they come out at night and everything. My parents said they've seen them more often this year than before. So they mentioned this a couple of times, like a few days while I'd been here and, um, I was just like, I had, I had gotten up to pee, of course. And um, I went back, I went and like, was going back to sleep and I was like falling back asleep and I had my eyes closed. And I thought I was just, you know, hearing things. And all I hear was like this. <laughs> like, and then I hear like, and like, I, I don't know. I'm thinking, okay, what is going on? And I'm like, oh my God. I'm just hearing things, Bryce. I'm just hearing things. And then I hear it for, then I, then my eyes are wide awake. Now I'm wide awake. And I'm like, am I hearing anything? And I didn't hear anything for a while. And then all of a sudden, and I'm like, okay, there's something in here. I turn on the light. A bat is flying around. How big was it? Because I think I know what you're talking about. They're not, it wasn't that big. It's like the size of your hand, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like the size of your hand. So I immediately went over to, we have a, we have a sliding glass door in my basement. I opened it up to try and like, I thought it'd be like a bird or a fly or something that would just fly. Like it, it, it see the door open and fly out. Okay? Well, bats are blind. So, so. exactly. Okay. That's okay. I had to get an education in bats. I I'm basically Batman now. Maybe Robin. Okay, let's just say Robin. Okay, you're definitely ba- um, or you're definitely Robin because in this scenario, I'm gonna be for sure Batman. <laughs> um, I can't <laughs> like that's you didn't learn that in elementary school. No, I did know that. I mean, I just I because I, I I mean I deal with flies all the time over North Hollywood. Like they're constant, so I just let you know if you open the door, they usually just like fly right out. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I was using that logic at three in the morning, by okay, the way. Okay, okay, fair. Also, so, how badly did the you. bat Thank panic? You. How badly did the bat panic when you turned the lights on? That's when it freaked out. Yeah. So that's when it went like nuts. So, but I never, one weird thing is that I never felt scared. You know, a lot of people, like I never, I didn't scream. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't think it was going to like bite me or anything. Oh, how, just, how, man- <laughs> how manly of you? I was so manly. Like it's never, I've never felt more manly in my life. I didn't, I didn't scream. I didn't like shriek. <laughs> I just thought it was gross. I was like, I got to get this out of here. So, so I opened the door, by the way, my parents' alarm system, which is archaic and it is, and it like blares it. I, I didn't even know they turned it on still. I opened the door and the alarm goes off and it is so loud. I mean, I thought I went deaf. So if the bat is also, it's now deaf, if it's, if it's and also blind. So oh, my the, the alarm is off and my parent, like my, obviously my dad had to like get out of bed and like turn off the alarm, but I swear it took forever for him to turn off the alarm. Well, he probably so was I, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, that's exactly what he did. So then I was kind of waiting for him. So I hear the alarm turn off. My dad comes to the top of the stairs. The bat is now in the hallway, which is leading up to the stairwell. So my dad opens the door and sees the bat flying around there. And he's like, Bryce, there's a bat or a bird or something in our house. I was like, I know, that's why I opened the door. <laughs> but then anyway, the bat ends up making its way over by the door. And so I run upstairs. The door is now wide open. Long story short, we talk about, we kind of figure it out. And I decide to go, I go outside my, our front door, down the back to our backyard, walk in the doorway. And then I'm kind of looking around for the bat, whatever. And it's gone. I mean, it's nowhere to be found. So I'm just like, okay, it must, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it flew away. Great. I mean, I still didn't sleep down here. Thank God. You know, yeah. I, mean, I was like, I'm not sleeping down here. It doesn't matter. I don't. So, I mean, I saw, so I ended up going upstairs and sleeping. Well, 
So then a couple of days later, go a couple of days go by and I slept down, I slept down in the basement the next night, no baths or anything. So this is now Monday night and I'm sitting down in, in the basement. I'm just on the computer. I'm typing. So I think I was doing something for the podcast. I think we are, I was figuring something out for that. And um, I hear like a swoosh, like out of, like out of the, like by the, where this, the table that I'm sitting at now, there's a window right to my left here. And oh God, a bird just flew up into the window right now. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> um, but, so, so I hear this thing and then I see, and then I'm like, I get in a bathrobe to go upstairs because I have to take a shower upstairs. And so I am in a bathrobe, completely naked under this bathrobe. And I see the bat fly like right in front of me. So the bat had never left. The bat was in the basement. So is it just your roommate now or did we get it? Yeah. Out? So I named him, I nicknamed him Bat Damon. Um, and, <laughs> and so we kind of became friends. But so then, so then this is where it really gets fun. So then I went upstairs. I finally got upstairs. Well, this time I actually did, it was in the hallway and I was trying to go upstairs in my bathrobe. And at one point I did put my hands together and X, it was like flying right at me. And I did put my hands together and go, ah! <laughs> and again i wasn't like scared or anything i just was you know whatever so i didn't I, even I just, know that you could make that sound i i didn't either didn't uh, <laughs> for a second. so i go upstairs so then now my dad and i are now we decide that we're gonna go and like try to get it out so we're now covered head to toe like we, cause they say they, if a bat bites you, you could get rabies and you have to get like three shots or something. It's this huge process. A bat is not interested Only 40 in people who are, no, I know. But if you do get bit by a bat, yeah, they say that if you, that only 40 people in America or something have survived a bat, like, because they don't get them in time. So they bite, they bite them and then they wait to get the shots. And by that time it's too late. And they become rabbit. Well, anyway, I digress. So my dad and I are now <laughs> down in the basement with like head to toe gear. We like basically wearing hazmat suits or like homemade hazmat suits. And we're trying to get the bat out. And it's like flying around. Like, first of all, we find it's, it, it's about this big. We find it on the windowsill. We find it on the window and it's, it's so small. Like yeah. it doesn't look like anything. So my dad pokes it with an umbrella and it falls to the ground and its wings are out. It looks like it was playing dead. It was literally knew what to do. It knew how to play dead. So then we like, we're about to take a tennis racket and or, like do like try and get it out. And like we poked it again and it started flying all over the place, all over the basement. We have the door open. We're trying to get it out. It won't leave. It won't even come over here. We have all the lights on. It's freaking out. So then finally we realized that there is like a fake tree in the middle of our in the in the middle of like right next oh, to our oh yeah and it kept, and it keeps flying into the tree it'll fly out and fly back in fly in fly back out whatever so then we decide then i decide that i'm going to take the the i just like pick up the plant and throw it outside my dad watched to make sure that the bat didn't come out and bat damon and yeah. he didn't he didn't so we like we never he my dad never saw the bat i couldn't see anything cuz i was literally like i was so covered up that I, I could barely see in front of me. And I'm like trying to hoist this, like, <laughs> it was like, it was so, I wish someone had filmed it because it was so stupid. But my I mean, mom, that then, was the really smart part, though. Well, it was, and luckily it worked. We, I mean, I haven't seen the bat and we've had bat experts come out and check the house and they've said that they don't see any, any remnants of the bat. So I've moved back down to the basement and it seems to be fine until it comes back. But the funniest part is that my mom, Finally, after like a half hour, opens, like, she opens the top of the basement door and she's like, what's going on down there? Like, so it's like, because all she can hear is like us like screaming and like yelling at the bat. We're like yelling at the bat. We're yelling like, get out of here, get out of here. Oh my God. For whatever reason, during this whole like story that you just told, I just pictured hillbilly versions of you and your dad. It was. And I it kind of made it better. It was, it was the most, like one of the most Nebraska things I've ever done. I found a bat one time in my grandpa's house when I was little, like maybe. Like how old? Third or fourth grade. Did it freak you out? We found it in a trash can, like a wicker trash can. Okay. 
And yeah, it really freaked me out. They say they can nest like in, and that's why it makes sense with it. That was the bat was in the tree, but they say they can nest in like the fireplace. Yeah. And like those fake plants. There's another plant that's, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm pointing, there was like another like small little plant, fake plant that I threw out. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, just in case. I like threw it across the, like, I mean, I feel like Baker would have been impressed by my throw because it was like a, it was, I threw it so far out of the out of the wind or out of the door that he would have been equally as impressed by that as the scream that you had. Yeah, the, ah! yeah. <laughs> but it was it was like I was turning into stone. It was oh. like ah! <laughs> I like that you threw the uh, threw the bones for the black. Yeah, like too. that's gonna do anything like, <laughs> in a bathrobe, no less. Really, that exposes so much of your face. <laughs> But you also have to remember, I was in a bathrobe, completely naked, underneath the bathrobe. But why does that matter? Because if you were in clothes, you would be completely naked under those clothes. Well, I'm just saying that, I mean, I'm in a, it just makes it so much more visual that I'm in this, like, long, towel-like bathrobe that's huge. Those are visuals that no one needs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair. Fair enough. But it just makes it so much more visible, or uh, visual, but, like... That's a visual I don't ever want. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe how like, and then I've become, and then I've slowly then become like my parents' house manager. So I've had to deal with, you know, like, oh, the, I bat like this. the bat people come in. My dad's working upstairs. My mom is usually helping my sister and my nephew's out at their house. So I'm having to like field all this stuff. I had to, you know, I had to call AAA yesterday. I had to, make sure I did change my mom's car battery. Well, I didn't physically, obviously, because that's not something that I would ever do. Um, but is this not I, why you I called AAA? To, well, yeah, that's why. Okay. But I mean, I had to stand there. I had to stand there and be like, this is, you know, here's the information. You know, I was like, basically, I basically have like a clipboard. And I'm like, I went to, I go to the grocery store for them all God, the time. You are, you're such a victim. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, it does give me purpose. 100%. Oh, the other, I mean, what would you be doing otherwise? I mean, nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just Perfect. kidding. I mean, I, uh, who knows? Who, who actually knows? Because <laughs> I, I've just been, I mean, I, I've just been catching bats and I should really go into that, go into vermin. There's a lot of vermin. You've really become like, you've really become like a mountain man since yeah. going home. I'm I mean, Look at my hair. My hair is still growing. I know. I actually, as you were telling the story, I noticed you shaved your facial hair into a goatee. Yes, I did. I, I couldn't find the, there's one, there's a, one of the pieces to my, my electric razor that I have misplaced that I usually cut my goatee. I actually, Papa Wilk actually told me that he does this. He cuts yeah. his goatee. He keeps his goatee area longer than this side. Yep. So I've implemented um, that option the second that he told me that you have a very like papa wilk vibe going right now that's one of the nicest things you've literally ever said (laughs) i was very hesitant to say it because i really don't want you to get carried away um but no i noticed that actually when i was looking at you i was like this is kind of the vibe papa wilk has like, thank you. I really, I really embrace my Nebraska-ness when I come here. Also, I did want to tell you that I, I, you know, I know I've been making you really jealous and you'll have your t- day in the sun as well with me, but it is supposed to storm in like an hour. You and can. like, I can see the clouds coming in and it's like supposed to thunderstorm. Okay. First of all, <laughs> fuck you. Second of all, please send me a video. Okay. <laughs> Well, okay, let's move on because we've been talking about this for too long. I've been talking about myself too much, but there's, you know, that's not any unusual at all. No. So I did want to say, I did, I know, I read this article, I sent it to you. I think it's really funny because we talked about at the very beginning of quarantine, we thought, okay, either people are going to get really, they're going to, they're going to either have become, get into renaissance with their relationships Mm -hmm. or they're going to break up. Yeah. And we've seen a slew of breakups, which have probably been bubbling. Let's let's just say it's probably not because of quarantine. Would you say maybe? Or do you think? Yeah, these- I don't. No, no. I think there were probably. I think quarantine probably was just the final straw. Right. Okay. That's how I think too. So there. Here's a few couples that we just thought were interesting. These are celebrity splits in quarantine. So the first one that I wanted to talk to you about was 
Colton Underwood, who is The Bachelor, and Cassie Randolph. I didn't watch that season. Did you watch that at all? I did, actually. Really? I know. I am shocked. Wow. I am equally as shocked as you. (laughs) (laughs) What do you... Well, okay, so Colton got COVID-19. Yes. Well, he was a bachelor and he was really, he was no, cause he was a virgin on Correct. the season. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, this is, this is where I'm, this is where I'm, you're, you're getting, you're probably. So Colton got COVID-19, but he didn't give it to Cassie. No. But I'm thinking I that think he also. He, sorry. I was going to say, I think when he got it, he went and stayed with his parents in Colorado, oh, okay. I believe. Okay. So I was going to say he didn't give it to Cassie, but I'm thinking he also wasn't giving her something else if you catch my drift. Well, no, they did do that, actually. No, I know, but I kind of think that he, I mean, don't you think he's maybe like a little asexual or something? I mean, that he's, because being a virgin that, I mean, I just kind of feel like he was a virgin for a really long time, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I just kind of feel like there might be. Why? I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't, I'm just, I'm just looking at I feel at the... like once he lost his virginity, like it was all good. Oh, it okay. Was, I don't know. I mean, they've said publicly that they. Did it? Did it. <laughs> yeah. That they like, you know, got down. So, that's such a weird phrase. Did that it? they did it. Did I know. I felt very like it? middle schoolerish. I know. Just now. Do you remember, do we, have we talked about this? How people used to say. Did you get on her? Like, did you get on them? <laughs> I don't think we've talked about it, but there's yeah, that, and then there's so also weird. like hooking up. Like, yeah. oh, did they hook up? And I remember yeah. what I remember. We had to like. Yes, I remember. Go ahead. Sorry, you you glitched. No, you go. I always go. Oh, I was just gonna say. I remember one time my mom said, "Are you guys gonna hook up?" I wasn't. We were in like middle school or high school. Meaning, like, are you gonna get together, like, hang out? Yeah. yeah. And all, and Emily and I were like, "Oh my god, mom, ew!" And to her, <laughs> she was like, "What are you talking about?" Um, but yes, I forgot about. Get did on. you get? Did you get on her or get, you on, get her? on each other? Did you get on each other? I mean, like, how weird is that? That's Do you so think stupid. that comes from like getting it on? I I think so. I mean, it has to, right? I Going back to hooking up, though, it's funny because I had the opposite thing. I told, I was in the car with uh, my mom, or my, not my mom, a friend, my friend's mom and her. And she said, and I said, yeah, I think they hooked up, meaning like they kissed. I thought that they like kissed or something. Or, like, I think they're, I, maybe I said like, I think they're hooking. This is when we were, I was like a freshman in high school or something. I was like, I think they like hooked up or something maybe and and my friend was mortified because she was like that means like sex you're saying that they're she's like don't say that to my mom but when we were in high school hooked up hooked up could have meant like yes oh yeah that's what i thought but apparently no but i think that was the problem like when someone said like oh they hooked up like it literally could have been like they kissed for the first time or they like yeah Hit it out of the park. <laughs> did it. <laughs> or they did it. Did it is like so elementary and I hate it. It's so gross. It's so weird. It is so, so weird. My palms are sweating. We have to move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So next one is uh, Julianne Huff and I don't even Wait, know Did say. we address like the breakup? Oh, no, we didn't. Sorry. No, that's okay. I feel like you just moved I just, I, I, they just, I mean, I just read that they said that it was, you know, it was mutual and that they just, they're like, things have come to light during the pandemic. And it sounded like they had been spending time apart. Obviously, if he had gone to his parents' house, that would make sense then. They just weren't, they didn't see each other. Well, and there were rumors that they were no longer together even before COVID. Really? Yeah. Like, I think they had been seen separate, like, or they had been seen apart more than together, like that whole thing. See what I think is weird with these cup with these with these reality star couples, because I've seen it happen, is that they kind of take you on a ride because that's where their fame comes from. If they're in a relationship, yeah. you know, that gets news. So I'm I mean, I don't think that they were, you know, hoodwinking us or whatever, but I I do think that I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised either. Cause I mean he's oh, yeah. bigger. He, He's a bigger star than some other people, like Pilot than Pilot Pete or whatever. But oh God, who's the fucking worst? 
I can't believe you watched that still. But I mean, what do you think? I quit, do remember? You, do you approve of this? Or this um, isn't Annie's approval. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it makes sense why they broke up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now going on to moving on to Julianne Huff and Brooks Leish. Leish? Leish? Um, he was a hockey player? Yeah, he was a hockey player. This is not at all surprising. Because... Are you going to say, yes, tell me why. Because they both came out publicly at one point and said that they wanted to, like, explore their sexuality. Yes. Like, but they came out about it separately. Which, I mean, whatever. Like, to each their own. Each relationship has their own little thing. But, like, I mean, he came out as, like, wanting to maybe try out that bisexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I remember and that. It's okay, a, I was going to say, I don't think I'm making that up. In an Instagram post, he yeah. must have explored outside their house. Like in a bathhouse or a whorehouse. Okay, well, say allegedly because we don't know that and we don't need to get sued. Allegedly. Yeah. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. But I mean, no, so I, they I had just told, said anything might have. I don't know. But she even said at one point that she wanted to explore her sexuality. So. Well, you know what? I think that's healthy. A hundred percent. But like maybe figure out that you want to explore your sexuality before, before you, you get married. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, oh, they're well into their 30s. Yeah, they're well into their 30s, but also she, like, no, but they've also been married for a while. Well, I, yeah. Did you know that um, this is, so Ryan, she dated Ryan Seacrest. And after yeah. they broke up, Ryan Seacrest bought her a house. That's because he has so much money, he doesn't know what to do with. <laughs> she probably we just like forwarded on his account. She was like, here you go. <laughs> she just yeah. did it and he didn't even notice. Just she probably put it I on his Amex. Oh. oh, she's she's our she's 31. Okay. She's your age. She actually yeah. oh she's well, she was born in 88, so she right in between us. Yeah. Um yeah, so I that doesn't you're you're right. I mean that didn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um Okay, the next one that I wanted to talk to you about is Mary-Kate Olsen and that old guy, Oliver Sarkozy. Yeah, I think it's Olivier. Um, oh. Because <laughs> isn't he, like, French? He's, French. Or- he's married. He's married, or not married. His brother is the president of France or something? Yes, or okay, was? yes. Um, I mean... <sighs> I don't know. Every time I see a picture of Mary-Kate Olsen, it just feels like she's crying out for help. Like she should have a sign that just says, like, help, please save. Would you read this? This is what I think about. This relationship was so odd, but not because he looked like her father, but because she filed for an emergency divorce. Okay, wait, yes, hold on. But I have a reason about that. Let me turn my AC off, though, because I'm worried it's going to fuck with the audio. One second. Okay, okay. I mean, an emergency divorce in a pandemic, that's pretty bold to... No, so the reason that's... No, wait, the reason that's happened that she did that was because the state of New York, due to the the pandemic, they were not accepting any sort of divorce filing. Unless it was an emergency. So. But do you think it was a legit emergency then? No, I think she just wanted to get it filed because she just wants to get out of there. And they wouldn't yeah. even accept the filing unless it was an emergency filing. Yeah, they denied it. They said it was absolutely non-essential, which, yeah. I mean, obviously. But the last straw was reportedly that Olivier moved his kids and his ex-wife into their home in the Hamptons. I mean, talk about a full house. Well, and also, didn't like that. Second of all, like, that would be reason to question your marriage. Oh, my God. Do you have to leave? I listen. If you were, if we were, I literally put that in all caps in my notes. I have it in all caps. Talk about a full house, and then I said, 
Oh my God. You, you glitched. So I didn't catch that last part, but I caught that it was in your notes and I don't like it. And that I says, wait for Annie's reaction. Yeah. Did you hear me the next time? If we were, if we were in the same place, I would have asked you to leave. <laughs> okay, I think there we go. I think our Wi-Fi is back. That was great, though. So wait, what were we gonna say though? At the end of it, do you think? Sorry about that, everybody. What? So what do you think about this? Are you like? I mean, I, or what? No, like I said, I think since she married him, every single photo op that she's been involved in has just been a cry for help. Yeah, and like, where's Ashley Olsen? I mean, come on. Do you think that she should be like, listen? Put the cigarettes away and maybe let's find somebody your own age. God, the age difference is like the least of, I mean, I truly like, I've it's never- actually not, not even that bad. It's not even that bad. Really. It's like 50, it's like 15 years. Okay. Don't try to justify it because you want to date an 18 year old. <laughs> <laughs> I still love when you were like, Kylie Jenner seems right up your alley because she's, She's right in your age range. She's 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. She's right in your age, age range. She has an unattainable body. Um, an unattainable Plastic wealth. surgery body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she's just right up God, your God, we would be perfect together. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So next one, last one is Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari, which we have talked about a little bit on this show. We've done some Manny's approval with them. Obviously, there's this is becoming a real mess. I mean, everyone knows that they called it quits back in April, but now they're solely communicating through their attorneys is the newest thing. Yeah, I think part of the reason in that is because there's a lot of money that has to be split up. Yeah. And I think, go ahead. Well, no, he's, I think he is an executive producer on that E show, which is not coming back. She said. Right. But also I was going to say, why can't they just split their wealth? Jay has his money. She has her money. Because he makes significantly more money. Like he, his wealth is significantly higher than hers. So she wants that. Well, she probably honestly, Right, like she probably kids, needs yeah. that to maintain her kid's lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. Because they have three sure. kids together. I mean, he, at the time of his retirement, he was worth like $180 million. So, so it's like, that's, and that doesn't even include any. Money. Yeah, but that doesn't even include any of the, um, the e-money or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think. He probably has the stake in all that too, honestly. I mean, oh, totally. He probably helped fund some of it, so he's probably they're probably it's probably so like embed. You're probably absolutely right. It's probably yeah. so awful. I, you know what I think? I honestly think that she. And again, I have no basis for this, but <clears throat> she said that the very Cavalry show was not coming back for season four. I think she's going back to the hills. I've heard that also from other sources. Maybe I've said that. But I think that I think they they think they've give they're going to give her an insane amount of money to return, and she's going to see and they're we're going to see every all this unfold on MTV, which I think is a brilliant move because it's people a, would tune in. Yeah, I agree that it's a brilliant move. I don't know if she'll do it though because I don't think that Jay will allow her to move the kids back to LA. Maybe not, but I mean, if she doesn't have to be there that long, she doesn't have to be here that long. She can just come in for three months and leave. Yeah, true. What's other cast members have done that? I had to cover the hills for my job at ET Live, and so I knew all. I mean, not that I wouldn't know this anyway, but people. I mean, one like that Stephanie Pratt came in from London. I mean, she didn't live in LA. She came back for three months while they filmed, and then flew back. So, I think it could be done, but. I think that would be the best move because that show was a pooper. What do you mean? The Hills, the new one, the new Hills. Oh yeah. It was really lame. It's, it's, I mean, it was hard. It was really hard to watch. Yeah. I've been like, rewatching the original Hills. 
Really? Yeah, just because it's on Hulu and it's just like, it's kind of become my new like version of Friends. Like I just put it on in the background um, just because HBO Max, get your shit together and have a Fire TV app. Um, Don't even get me started. I know, but the, the original Hills was actually really funny just because you look back and you're like, oh, this is so clearly scripted. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in the t- at the time watching it, like when we were in high school or early college or whenever it was, it was like, oh my God, they live like the most dramatic lives. Yeah. And now yeah. it's like, oh my God, there's no way this happened. <laughs> I know. It sucks. I mean, it's like a rude technology, like totally ruined it. And they would be on Instagram, each other on Instagram, you know? I mean, I think some of it was real. Like I think that feud between... Um, Whatever, we don't have to get into this. Heidi and but, Okay, so... Yes, yeah, I think that was real. I feel like they weren't... I mean, I feel like they they didn't hang out. Yeah, I agree. You know, it wasn't like a forced thing. True. Uh, okay, so really quick, last thing. Um, I want to do Annie's approval. Okay. I just have one thing to get your approval on. And I don't know if you know this. I didn't send this to you. I don't know if you know anything about this but um so first i'll just ask you what you think of the approval but the question is is josh groban the singer mm-hmm. you know him yes he does like la, 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 la. okay the best part about that is that you just glitched so bad <laughs> oh no no okay and he- Anyway, Josh Groban gets a restraining order against a woman uh, who has been stalking him and knows where she lives or knows where he lives. So okay. he's been getting sexually harassed and now threatened with a pop in at his new home by a woman. This is according to TMZ by a woman. He says he canceled a date on nearly a decade ago. So he's now written um, or now he's gotten a temporary restraining order uh, he said that he keeps getting messages from her from as recent as May. They're very sexual in nature. And one says, I came at, approx- I came at approximately 7.09. This is um, her to him. So she says, I came at approximately 7.09 p.m. this evening. That's very, I don't know why that matters. With the thought of your D between my T's and your warmness against my rib cage. and then she also said so then really quickly before we proceed okay when you have when you're when you know that you're going to be reading things like that to me on the podcast i would appreciate a heads up Because that is not where I expected it to go. That is nasty stuff, Josh Grover. Quite frankly, was a little aggressive for three eleven on a Tuesday. Seriously, I mean, but really, he's like, he's like this nice, like vanilla, upstanding guy, and getting these graphic texts. Well, first, you don't know that he's vanilla. Like, that's true. Yeah, you're glitching again. I am making an assumption. Yeah, you're making an assumption because he sings opera that he's a vanilla guy. Maybe he's a freak. Maybe he's a freak. Right. He very well could be. I don't know. I don't know. But. Do you want me to tell you another one? (laughs) Not really, but proceed. Oh, no, wait. Go finish your thought and then I'll finish your thought and I I will end with. The two other messages that he sent, oh, that she okay. sent to him. I was just going to say, clearly, this person has some mental health issues that need to be addressed. Right. So you you approve of him getting a restraining order? Yes. Very much so. <laughs> okay. So the other things that she said. Oh God. <clears throat> this was on May twenty sixth. She sent a DM to Josh claiming she went to his house with the intention of dropping off gifts. One said, put on a little bit of makeup in case I got caught. Also wore pants with a hole in the crotch for the same reason. Oh my God. This woman is scary. 
I know. No wonder he has, a, he has a restraining order against her. For real. Um, he, also, he also got another DM last month allegedly referring to his relationship with his girlfriend. It said, you want to try honoring the home we're going to have children in by not effing other women in it? <laughs> this is not this is not funny. I mean, it's honestly not funny. I would be freaked the fuck out. Well, yeah, 100%. Like, he needs a restraining order. This actually reminds me of that story of the girl that got arrested for sending that dude, like, 50,000 text messages. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and she was like, I don't understand what the problem is. I only texted him 50,000 times. <laughs> and it's like, how do you not know that that is wrong? That's not the right thing. And also, like, what else are you doing? I know. Who has time in a day? I can barely I can barely text back you. I know, which we need to address at a later date. <laughs> God, I why did I bring it up? <laughs> I'm adding that to my list for our next HR meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, please. I really we should definitely have an HR meeting. We need someone to HR us. That would be great. We should no. No, because I would for sure be the one that got in trouble for the things that I say. One hundred totally backfire on you. Yeah, except for except for the fact that I could one hundred percent report you for like force feeding me these text messages. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> it's so inappropriate. It's uh, that first one like really threw me for a loop. I know. I read it and my jaw was on the table. I was like, "What is happening right now? <laughs> who's sending these to Josh Groban, the American treasure who sings opera?" I know. That's but that's what's throwing you off. Yeah, it really is. I'm making an assumption. You are. People are way more than one-dimensional people as we've learned from various things. Watch what's going to end up happening is that a story is going to surface they pulled the phone records between these two and that's going to be a text that Josh sent her like 10 years ago before they went on a date. <laughs> and she was the one that canceled it. Yes, or he canceled it because he was gonna, mortified. And they're going to deny his uh, restraining order. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible. Then she could go to his house. He'd have to move. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But also like block her number and block her on Instagram. For real. For yeah. real. All right, that's all I got. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Nobody's Pod, at Bryce Advice, at Annie underscore Wilk. It's all the same on TikTok. And then on Twitter, we are at Nobody's The Pod. The personals are the same. I still don't tweet anything. And then you can also email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. We hope you have have a very amazing and informed weekend. And more importantly, a safe, healthy, and very informed week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded in a small, crummy apartment in North Hollywood, California. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.